Welcome to this MOOC podcast by the All Wales Faculty for Dental Care Professionals from Bangor University. Hello and welcome to the Supervising Registrant in Practice training podcast from the All Wales Faculty for Dental Care Professionals. I'm Fiona Sandim. I'm a dental therapist and a subject specialist for the faculty. I've been involved in dental education for the last 15 years and dental nurse training for the last 25 years. I'd like to introduce my co-host, Debbie Roberts. Hello, everybody, and welcome along to these series of podcasts. I'm Professor Debbie Roberts, and my role here within the School of Health Sciences is to look after the clinical learning environment and support mentors and students as they learn in clinical practice. In this podcast, we're going to be uh, discussing the reasons why we're doing the Supervising Registrant Training Programme, so an introduction to the programme. It will provide you with an insight into mentoring and clinical supervision. Some of you will be familiar with the practice of mentoring and clinical supervision from your own experiences as a learner. This programme will provide you with the opportunity to share these experiences and gauge with theories that underpin their application. The programme content has been designed to provide opportunities to develop an understanding of the principles of mentoring, the principles of learning, accurate assessment and clinical judgment, and the purpose of evaluation and constructive feedback. In this session, we're going to have a little look about uh, adult learning and what supervising means to you uh, and to the dental nurse student and also set out the principles of education in the clinical setting. I think that's really important because part of what we want to emphasise really right at the beginning is that students come into university and they might learn certain things from us in class and they learn a lot of the theoretical aspects of what they need to do but it's really only once they get out into practice once they're out there with you as as the supporter that's when they really start to learn and in fact the evidence shows us that you know they learn far more when they're out in clinical practice actually doing these things and seeing how that theory actually gets applied in practice that they can really start to bring that learning together so it's it's an absolutely crucial part of the student learning journey yeah absolutely and for dental nurses particularly they're working five days within uh, four days within practice and one day at college to sort of firm firm up that knowledge into the practical setting really is helpful so this role that we're actually introducing you to this role of mentoring the students is absolutely crucial to the students learning you're um, pivotal to what they're going to see do and learn in terms of applying that theory in practice. Yeah, absolutely. And it's really important in terms of the general dental council as well to ensure that we that the students have um, supported and standardised learning as well. So you doing this training makes sure that all the dental nurses have equal and fair opportunity to learn. And it will also help you, you know, by actually doing this um, programme of learning yourself hopefully you will have a better understanding of not only how you can support others but you also might um, have a better understanding of how you learn yourself and how you can how this work can actually contribute to your own CPD so your own development and how you will learn and take things forward as well yeah, absolutely so um shall we have a think about how adults learn because it's it's different isn't it well yes and no really um Uh, A long time ago, historically, we've always separated the way that children learn from the way that adults learn. And we had we did have two words for that, you know, historically. So we had this thing called andragogy and pedagogy. And these two things were kept quite separate. And pedagogy always used to refer to how children learned. And andragogy was really about how adults learned. But we think now that actually there are some similarities in terms of what we need to do to help people to learn. And when we're talking about 
um, supporting anybody that's in a practice-based discipline, it's really important that the learner gets the opportunity to dive right in and do. Okay, so we talk about something called experiential learning. And that means that the student has to learn through and from experience. And that's really important. So there's the doing bit. So that, that's yeah. the first bit. And then the second bit is how you actually learn from that experience. And this really is quite key, particularly for adults. And your role in terms of the mentor is to help that student to learn through the experience. And we do that through a process called reflection. Yeah. So we get the students to actually think purposefully about what they've done. And you might challenge some of their thinking, and that's a good thing. You might support their development and give them lots of encouragement, and that's also a good thing. And then the most important part of reflective learning is helping the student to formulate an action plan that helps them to think about, okay, so what will I do next time I go into a clinical situation and I might meet something similar? No two clinical situations are ever going to be exactly the same, but it will help you to support the student to reflect and learn through that experience. The key skills to be learnt there is in how to promote the reflection and action on that reflection. Absolutely. And those two things are, are really important. So there's going to be a bit of a mantra that will keep appearing throughout these podcasts. So we'll get you to think about what the student needs to observe, rehearse and practice. So those three things are, are really important observation is great and it's absolutely key and the students will need to watch you do certain things you'll need to watch the student do certain things but there'll come a point when you, the student has to dive in and do okay so there might be a period of rehearsal so some practice that might be away from the patient it might be um, in a treatment room somewhere and we'll talk a little bit about how that rehearsal is helpful and then there comes a point where you actually have to practice. So you have to actually do the thing. And that involves obviously being with patients and others in that environment. So in terms of supervising the dental nurse students, what key skills are we going to look at there? Well, we've got to think about the programme as a whole. Mm -hmm. So we're going to think about that in terms of probably the patient's journey and all the sorts of opportunities that might come along in terms of the learning opportunities. And we're going to get you as the um, the supporter, the mentor of the student to think about what those learning opportunities might be for you in your practice area. Then we're going to get you to think about breaking some of those individual skill sets down into some small bite sized chunks that students can achieve. We'll get you to think about giving feedback whilst the student is rehearsing mm -hmm. and whilst the student is engaged in the practice. And then we're going to think about that reflection on practice afterwards. So those are the key stages in terms of your your skill set as a mentor. And so just briefly, the principles for um, education in the clinical setting. So it's very much about action based learning. So we want the students to engage. Obviously, we are aware that sometimes people can be quite nervous, particularly if they're beginning their career as, as dental nurses. So they might want to um, step back a little bit and observe far more than we would want them to. So there's that being able to support the student, but also encourage the student that, OK, now's your turn. You need to get in there and you need to actually have a go at this skill. Now, that might be in a safe environment away from the patient, and that's fine. And then gradually, when the student gets more confident, maybe it might be about handling equipment, maybe it might be about an interpersonal skill, then ultimately we want them to be able to practice that skill with real people in the real setting. So we'll just kind of work along that, that continuum, really. 
Excellent. Thank you. And that concludes our discussion. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And of course, thank you to Debbie. Stay tuned for the upcoming podcast from the faculty on identifying learning in the workplace. Also, keep up to date with us online at www.awfdcp.ac.uk and on Twitter at AWFDCP. Thank you for listening to this MOOC podcast by the faculty from Bangor University.